All right, guys, a uh, really quick podcast here today, a special edition of the Cyclone Fanatic podcast. Obviously, you've all been aware of everything going on in our country uh, with the murder of George Floyd up in Minneapolis last week and the civil unrest uh, following it with protests around the country. I got a text on Friday night uh, from Iowa State head coach Steve Prome, and he really wanted to be able to come on here and um, get some things off of his chest, and as I told him, you always have a platform here on the Cyclone Fanatic podcast. So here is my conversation from earlier today with Iowa State head basketball coach Steve Pro. Friday night, coach, we we were both sitting around like everybody else around the country and watching everything that was going on, and um, thought it would be a good idea to have a conversation here. And and I think that's important. Uh, you're a you're a guy in a leadership role in our state, and it's it's good to hear from you on this topic. For how how are you doing here on this Monday? I'm doing okay. Uh, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, you know, it's just something I wanted to do uh, for, for for several reasons. Uh, first off, just my thoughts and prayers to George Floyd, uh, to his family. And, and to all the people that have that have suffered, you know, uh, all the racial injustices that we've seen over the, not just recent times, but but years and years back, we can go. And you know, I was thinking over the last couple of days and talking to different people. You know, what 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 else can we do? What can we do as people in, in leadership? And you know, I put a I put a you know a message out the other night. Uh, and then, you know, I also, you know, I contacted you to say, hey, man, you know, can I get on here just to, to talk, to let people know that, hey, uh, we've got to be better. Uh, we all have to be better. Uh, we all have to help people out. You know, we all got to make a difference. And it's got to start now. And it's when things have, have to change. And so I want to just get out here and talk and let people know that, um, that collectively, uh, my staff and I are, are going to uh, to work and get together, and I'll lean on them uh, on what we can do uh, to just not in the moment uh, bring awareness, uh, but throughout the throughout the years. Yeah, that's one of the frustrating things for I think a lot of people, coach, is that we we often will have like upticks, and it, and it's it's not just the racial um, topic; it's you know, like uh, gun violence, you know, there's a lot of different things. I don't want to get political here, but it seems like in the moment we all are really inspired and we are all very vocal and then it kind of fades away. And it seems to me like you're really wanting to take an initiative for, for that to not happen. Is that, is that an accurate way to describe your feelings? Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. And that's what I've been uh, thinking about the last couple of days. It's, you know, I think it starts with a message. It starts with a tweet. Um, it can become going on the radio and talking to let people know that, hey, um, from my platform, I'm telling everybody we need to be better. Uh, this is unacceptable. Um, this isn't how we're supposed to live. Um, and when you when you have a platform, um, it's our job to, to lead the way. Uh, but we've got to figure out ways to do it uh, and I kind of parlay it into, you know, when you look at the National Association of Basketball Coaches, they have so many different things we fight and causes is to where I've been thinking about the last couple of days is, you know, what can we do to, 
to make, you know, the next cause to where it's a consistent, you know, NABC, you know, coaches versus, you know, racial injustice. Um, if there's some different things we can do here, where it's an Ames, Ankeny, Des Moines, uh, our community, uh, you know, and I don't have all the answers right now. Uh, and I don't even want to lend like I do. Uh, but I know I want to be part of the helping people change. And that's why I wanted to get on with you today. And that makes sense too. I mean, if you think about um, just college basketball coaches and the, just the amount of young African-American men you guys work with on a daily basis. I mean, you're, that's a part of the, That's a really big part of your job coach is when you go, I know, cause we've talked about this. Like when you go in and you're recruiting these, these young men, especially like in your spot, like to Ames, Iowa, and you're, you're pulling a lot of them out of just different areas of the country that, I mean, Ames is, is a foreign land to them. Right. And mom and dad are trusting you and uh, not only you coach, but like these entire communities with their sons. I mean, to me, it, that, that makes the coaches versus cancer is great, but like we've got these hundreds of coaches across the country where they, they have such different ways to inspire people. This is a, to me, a very natural cause. Yeah. And that's where, um, now we got to use our platform, uh, to make a difference. And, you know, I've tried to, you know, the other day we tried to talk to the big 12 coaches collectively about some things we could do. Um, you know, but again, it's going to be, it's, it's starting here and seeing where we can go forward from here. Um, you know, you look at, when you're coaching collegiate athletics and I've been a head coach going on 10 years and been coaching 20 years, probably 75 to 85% of the the kids I've coached have been African-American. You know, I I would, if you just had to throw a ballpark number out there on my staff that I've been a part of, probably 50% of them have been African-American or, or another culture, you know, diversity, you know, yeah. religion, you know, all those different things. And so, and all of them have played a huge part, you know, in helping me. And now, uh, without question, it we, we have to, we have to get out of our, our comfort zone. Uh, we got to get uncomfortable and we, we got to help lead change because we have to do it together. Um, and we got to do it the right way. And so it's going to, you know, it's, um, hopefully this is the start and then we can figure out ways to build and, and all be better. I'm curious about the, uh, lines of communication within, um, programs across the country. I mean, I'm sure there's been a lot of zoom calls and a lot of group text messages and stuff with leaders, you know, coaches and, you know, GAs or whatever. And uh, groups of young people. What, what's that been like at Iowa State? I mean, how has that conversation gone since all of this started last week? Well, our Zoom meeting is is, is today. We meet on on, on Mondays, and so um, obviously that'll be the the number one discussion today. Um, you know, when it first happened, I reached out to the to the five returning guys to say, "Hey, guys, let's 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 be ready to discuss this." Um, and then, you know, I, I leaned on different people within the staff on, on some different things that I, that I should do. And, you know, 
and then uh, talk to other people that I really trust on different things that I could do to, uh, to bring awareness, uh, but also to show support. Um, and that this is, this is, this is, we've got to be better. Um, I also sent the guys individual messages, uh, about what I sent out. And then I also, you know, communicated with the parents, uh, individually, uh, to let them know what I had sent out, uh, to let them know that I appreciate them giving me the opportunity to lead mentor and coach their children, uh, that we'd be meeting today, uh, to go over everything. And then if they needed anything to let me know. Um, and I think that, um, and I've heard back from, from majority of those parents, uh, you know, a lot of the guys and, but our, but a lot of the, you know, true discussions would be today, uh, via zoom. But I think it was good to communicate with the parents. I think it was good to lean on staff members. And I think it was good to, you know, share with the guys what I, what I put out just so they know, uh, you know, where I'm at. Mm. And if they know that we're, 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 we're trying to make a difference. Yeah. I mean, so coach way before you and I ever knew one another, I mean, I, I've been at Iowa state for a long time. I actually lived with a couple of uh, football players. Um, I've been around a lot of, you know, black athletes at Iowa state and it is a culture shock. A lot of times for these guys when they, you know, a lot of times coming from predominantly black neighborhoods. And then, you know, Ames is a very, actually Ames as an entity is very diverse because of the, of the university, but still, I mean, it's a very um, white County that they live in. How, how is that? Have you noticed that just in the sense that, cause you grew up in the South, um, you grew up around diversity all the time, uh, especially being in the sport of basketball, you come to Ames and it's a little bit less diverse, right? I mean, how, how is it? Is this an com- ongoing conversation that um, leadership positions in college athletics, specifically at Iowa State, I guess, have to have with, with some of these young people because it's just a, you know, it's just different. I, I don't think that they're mistreated or anything, but I don't know. I, I think that that's got to be part of the conversation too, just so that we can not only show support to the young athletes, but educate and um you know, make just random folks who are good people that go to Hilton Coliseum aware of the situation, right? Do you know where I'm going with that? Yeah, you know, uh, you know, I grew up in Northern Virginia, you know, right outside D.C., and so uh, that was really good for me growing up there. Uh, then I moved to high school in Georgia, North Georgia, and that was great. I went to college at the University of Alabama, and that Which really – Historic. Really yeah. helped it really helped me grow in so many different ways, especially if I wanted to get into a position of leadership, mentorship, coaching. Um, and then, uh, and obviously then I, then I got into coaching from there. Um, we, we live in a great community and we've got our, our, the great thing is our student athletes here have great, great support, um, and good people around them. Um, what we have to do as coaches and leaders um, is, like I said, we've got to lead the charge um, that consistently throughout each season, each year, to keep this injustice in the forefront um, and not just in the moment of crisis. And so, you know, what can we do to bring awareness to this 
and come together and unite um, to let people know that, hey, man, this, this is wrong. You know, this is wrong. I've got one rule. You know, everybody wants you to have 50 rules. I got one rule, man. Do the right thing. Mm-hmm. We know, everybody knows right from wrong. We all know right from wrong. Do right. I'm a heart centered guy, and I have a heart centered approach to the way I do things. Um, and so uh, that's why I wanted to get on here today because, uh, you know, I want to be, I want to, I want to help. And, you know, I'm trying to figure out the best ways to do that. Um, and I'm leaning on a lot of people for that, uh, but I want to be a part of it. Well, this is a start, Coach. You got a home here anytime that you want to come on and, and voice your opinions. And like I say, let's, let's, it's going to take a, an entire, uh, it's, it starts with a guy, then it, then it's a village and then it's got to be an entire community, an entire, hopefully a global change, but we got to talk about it. So I appreciate that from you today. And, uh, yeah, no. hopefully, um, it been a weird off season though, man. Like it is, uh, like between the tournament getting canceled, the COVID-19, uh, George Floyd, like, I, I mean, this is what, what has it been like for you? I, I was explaining to some friends yesterday. I feel like I've been trapped in my house for three years right now. What is like the recruiting process has been different from you. How, how have you adjusted throughout all of this as we kind of look onto a broader conversation here? It's just been crazy. Yeah, I, I think we've adjusted fine. Uh, I think our kids are doing good. I think our staff, uh, really, probably up until you know a week ago, uh, we're doing we're doing good. Uh, but you know, now this has come. You know, the George Floyd situation is is at the forefront, and we need to we need to get this this situation right. Uh, but it's, it's been, it's, uh, it's been full go. We're probably busier now than you've ever been that even though you're inside because of the way you have to communicate, the way you have to talk to recruits, the way you have to talk to your guys, uh, the way you got to communicate with whether it's administration or your staff. Uh, we've been full go, you know, trying to finish up 2020 recruiting. Uh, love to add one piece there. And then I think we're obviously off and running with 2021 and a little bit in 2022, um, you know, uh, the biggest concern is how are our guys doing? Uh, I think they're doing okay. Uh, I thought they were doing really well up but until a week ago. Now I think they were probably, obviously, had, had, had a setback there and to where, you know, we really got to make sure we're invested in them and give them a platform to express themselves and let them know we're here for them. But, uh, obviously, it's been unique times. Um but this situation that, that we that we witnessed in Minneapolis is, is, is obviously at the forefront of of what we need to be focused on right now. It sounds like too, uh, just for fans curious, like what middle of July is when players get back to campus officially. Well, there's there's nothing official. Okay. Uh, okay. We have some we have some we have some we have some goals in mind, but I okay. think we have to let some things play out first. All right. um, that 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 could be a possibility, but there's nothing, nothing's etched in stone right now. Uh, we've kind of just from men's basketball coach, we've got to kind of wait and see and uh, see how everything uh, goes over the next couple of weeks. And if, if things are in a good place, then then hopefully we can get our guys 
you know, back on campus. But that's that's a wait and see approach, and there's a lot of people uh, working around the clock to, to to make that a reality. So we're really appreciative of them. Um, so wild times, my friend. Uh, I appreciate your time again. You have a platform here with us at any time that you need it. All right, Coach. Well, I appreciate it. I just uh, I wanted to get on here today. Uh, in my heart to do this and because we, 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 we've all got to be better. And if we have a platform to do it, we, 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 we've got to do it. And, you know, I always go off the story of Nehemiah a lot, you know, of going back and rebuilding the city of Jerusalem. And, uh, you know, we, we need to be, start the, the rebuilding process and, uh, we all need to be a big, big part of it. Thanks coach. Have a great week. Try and, um, Try and do some good. I know that you will. I know I know your heart, and I, I know that's where you're at. Thanks, pal. Thanks, Chris.